I thought that once I had embraced what I considered to be the call on my life, that mm -hmm. that was literally the call on my life forever and ever. So when I was starting to get the tug and feel the whispers and feel this like, you know, this desire to pivot, I'm like, what, like, what is that though? I, this is my thing. This is my jam. This is what I'm known for. This is what I'm good at. I'm better than good. I'm great at it. So why am I feeling this? Like, what is this discomfort? Hey family, I'm Patrice Washington and you're doing life with Lakeisha on Living Her Truth. Welcome to the Living Her Truth podcast, where we have honest conversations about what it means to live a purpose-driven life. I am your host, Lakeisha Wooder from LakeishaWooder.com, the place where women receive the tools necessary to feel seen, heard, and supported while pursuing their purpose. And now every week, you'll learn those same tools through candid and transparent conversations. Hey, family, welcome to another episode. I am so excited that you're here. I do not take it lightly that you decided to hit that play button and spend about an hour of your time with me. So with that being said, I want you to know that I am 100% invested in your self-awareness journey, and you better believe that every week I'm going to bring my A-game to provide you the tools that's necessary to live a more fulfilled and purpose-driven life. And speaking of purpose, we're going to deep dive into it in this particular episode. Last week's episode, we talked to Tiffany, Tiffany Lanier and she got us all the way together as it relates to clarity, what that looks like and how to hold space for ourselves in order to gain the clarity that we need to live a purpose-driven life. And so now on today, we're going to talk about how purpose is not an easy choice, it's a fulfilling choice. And we're going to talk about how do you live or how do you walk in purpose? What does that look like? And how you walking in your purpose literally impacts someone else. Because truly, your purpose is not just for you. The gifts and the talents that you have are not just for you. There are for me and the 7 billion people that come behind me that are literally waiting on you to embrace all of your greatness and walk in your purpose so we can you know, receive our blessings. Like that's what it's truly, truly all about. And the person to really talk about <laughs> purpose um, is Patrice Washington. Like who better to talk about purpose than Patrice Washington? Because Patrice is all about chasing purpose and not money. And so I am super excited for you to hear my conversation with um, Patrice on today. Patrice and I have a very special bond. So in this particular episode, you are going to learn a little bit more about my entrepreneurial journey. So I'm not going to give it away because I really want you to listen to this, um, listen to our, our conversation so you can really hear the excitement and the, and the love and just really go on a growth journey with us. Cause we're going to talk, we're going to talk all about purpose and evolution of purpose, what that means, what that looks like and what we need to do in order to really embrace the evolution and how to recognize it. Like we're going to break all that down in this particular conversation. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my girl to you. 
Patrice Washington is an award-winning author, transformational speaker, hope-restoring coach, and media personality. Patrice got her start as your favorite personal finance expert, America's Money Maven, having tremendous success with her mindset approach to personal finance. She has since expanded her brand and mission, encouraging women to chase purpose, not money. Patrice is committed to redefining the term wealth using its original meaning, well-being. She encourages women to have wealth in all aspects of their lives by pursuing their purpose, being fulfilled, and earning more without ever chasing money. Through her teachings, Patrice empowers women to look at life through the lens of abundance and opportunity instead of lack and scarcity. As the founder of Redefining Wealth and the Earn More Money Movement for Women, Patrice has built a thriving community of high-achiever women committed to creating a powerful life vision in their careers, home, health, and personal finances. So you guys sit down, sit back, and relax and enjoy this conversation with my good, good girlfriend, who's not just the best friend in my head, but my good girlfriend in real life, Patrice Washington. Patrice, thank you so much for saying yes to having this conversation with me today. How could I not say yes? There's no way <laughs> that I could turn you down. That's impossible. Oh my God. I'm too proud of you. So, oh. Man, thank you. Don't make me tear up. Don't. Don't make me tear up because I'm, it's probably going to be some tears and some sniffles in this conversation already. So let's not start the conversation that way. <laughs> I'm just giving you my truth. Oh, thank you so much. And that means, that means a whole, whole lot. You know, I, I like to start off every conversation with just talking about how I come to know the person that I'm talking with. And our conversation is going to be special because I share a little bit of how our Sister's Truth actually launched. And you are part of the Google search that I did. So people are about to really get like the fine details of my story today. So for those of you who's never, who never heard the story, so it started off with me venting to a girlfriend because I'm venting to her like, man, like, why am I always helping everybody else out and being able to give everyone else ideas and strategies on what they can do, right? And I had this conversation with my girlfriend because I had literally just sat down with what I now, what I now know to be a pick my brain session <laughs> with a friend to help her come up out of the classroom. She's a teacher and she wants to do something else. So we sat down, we strategized to come up with a plan. So I got frustrated with myself because I'm like, I'm always able to do this for everyone else. How come I can't do this for me? I've been, I've venting to a girlfriend. And her response to me through email was, you know, Keisha, you have a lot of information. You always helping people. You need to figure out a way to track the results, package it up and sell it. I was like, wait a minute, do what? I had to read the email a couple of times because that was completely foreign. I had no idea what she was talking about. And so I did what everyone else would do. Enroll in Google University. That's Went right. on Google, started doing some research don't really know exactly what I Google, but I do know that it had purpose in it, purpose-driven life, live purposely along those lines, because at this point, at that point in my life, I wanted to do something that was purpose-driven, not knowing that I was already acting in purpose. Yeah. So doing a Google search, that's when I found out about Lisa Nichols, Tony Robbins, understood what Ayanna Vincent 
you know, did. And I was just like, okay, I can do this. Okay. And then I ran across the earn more money challenge. That was another one of my Google search results. And so what drew me to the challenge is because the challenge had purpose in it. Literally, you can monetize your purpose. You can use your natural God-given gifts and talents to earn more money. For me, the challenge wasn't even speaking to start a business. It was just like, like supplement your income. Like just make some money on the side. Take what you already know and make some money on the side. So I was like, okay, it's a 25, 26 day challenge. It's free. Let me start here. This is perfect. She's talking my language. Let me figure it out because I have no idea what my God-given talents are. Yes, I did. I knew what they were. I just needed the challenge to really help me to like focus and get clear on what it is. So you guys, it was literally the earn more money challenge where a sister's truth was birthed because it started off as a WordPress blog. Yeah. Like, just start a blog. Just let's let's start there. And it just took off from there. And this was like three years ago. And so from three years until now, I have a whole consultancy. I'm an author. I do speaking engagements. And now I'm a podcaster. So Come on, girl. I mean, you know. <laughs> And that's just the short of the, that's just the short of the long of it, you know, and it really like the earn my money challenge really just helped me to see that I was already moving in purpose. I was already doing it. I just needed to embrace it. I knew what my purpose was. I didn't have to find it. I don't like it when people say they got to find their purpose. You know what it is. You just not choosing to embrace it. Yeah. I needed to embrace it and be okay with it. You know, and then put a dollar sign on it. Now, yeah. you know, if you don't want to put a dollar sign on your purpose, that's fine, right? But me, at that point in my life, I wanted to do something else that was a little bit more meaningful. And so, yeah. And so my relationship with Patrice, I feel like it's beyond. Because, you know, we take challenges all the time, right? Yeah. And we get to know, we well, we don't necessarily get to know the person that's behind the challenge. But Patrice and I, I feel like, have gotten to really know each other. Yeah. So I take this this challenge. So now I love the challenge. And now I'm following her everywhere across social media, right? <laughs> I'm in Facebook groups. I'm following yeah. her on Instagram. I'm just following her everywhere. And so she started speaking at the Paul Mitchell schools and came to Houston. And so I was like, oh, and by this time I had already bought her book as well. I should have grabbed it. I had already mm-hmm. bought her book as well. So when I when she came to Paul Mitchell School here in Houston, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to see my girl. It was another free event. Had my book in hand and went to go and hear her speak. You guys, I was just going just to hear her speak, maybe get a hug, you know, an autograph in my book. When I tell you, first off, I did not, just in case you missed it, I had never met Patrice before this moment in person. (laughs) Never met her before in person. When it was my turn, when that woman that was in front of me moved to the side, you know what she said? Hey, Lakeisha girl, I could have fell out and died for several reasons. Number one, you pronounced my name correctly. Let's just start there. Number one, you pronounced my name correctly. And then number two, I had no idea that you even really knew my name. Because on Instagram, 
my profile name is a sister's truth it's not even lakeisha but the fact that she even knew my name you guys and it wasn't just me it was everybody else that came behind me too she absolutely knew our names blew me away completely blew me away blew me away and the next thing i know we having dinner and drinks at papa Do's. <laughs> No, that was such a fun time, wasn't it? It was. It was good. I remember telling my husband that I was going to go um, have dinner with some purpose chasers mm -hmm. in my community. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, you should be used to this by now. I'm like, no, I'm going to ride over with one of the ladies. Yep. And then we're going to go meet up with other ladies that came to see me speak. And he's like, only you. Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> only you. Um, but first of all, I don't take it lightly right? That people would stop whatever they're doing, free or not free, to come and be in the space and to yeah. even want to come say thank you to me in person for something they read or something, mm -hmm. you know, I said at some point. But the truth is, um, you know, I get literally dozens of messages every day, like yeah. every single day. Yeah. But I always tell people, that, you know, there are certain people for whatever reason, God just shines a light on them mm. and they just stand out in my yeah. mind. I, yeah. and I'm not always aware of what it is in particular, but when yeah. my mind can lock in on somebody's face or their name yeah. and over a period of time, I know that that is like, you know, a relationship or, or something that I'm supposed to nurture in some form or fashion. Not that I'm like, hey, you know, like, but when they come to me, mm -hmm. I feel like I have a responsibility or a duty to give in the way that I can give in that, in that time. Mm -hmm. um, and this is why I always tell people, you don't have to force relationships with people that you see as a mentor or that you may see as an influencer or any of those things. If you just show up consistently and and be you know and just be, like have a consistent presence right so mm -hmm. i don't do shows that don't have at least 20 episodes under their belt like that's mm -hmm. our rule of thumb because mm -hmm. i get podcast interviews and interview requests when i say every week like 15 yeah and i couldn't keep yeah. up it was wearing me out okay wow. so i had to really prioritize my yes and yeah. be a lot more vocal about the no's but when they told me the name Lakeisha Water, I said, oh, Lakeisha, that's the homegirl. <laughs> right? Because I've watched your progress over the years and you've been consistent, right? Oh and you've, you've just continuously built your platform and allowed the Holy Spirit to help you, you know, evolve yeah. into yeah. who God is calling you to be and has called you to be. And so those are the people where absolutely, Women like you, yes, I will pour back in. I have people that request things of me that can't even tell me one podcast episode they've ever listened to mm -hmm. or can't tell me something significant that my work has even created in their life. They're just basically, as my daughter would say, cloud chasing, right? <laughs> so it's it, like it, it may look good for them to say that I was on or to say that we have some type of connection, but there's no sincerity behind it. Mm -hmm. there's no true genuine like wow this did something for me and every human being wants to know that they have created an impact in some form or fashion like you know yeah. the desire of your heart is to know that you made a difference right so mm -hmm. if I know I made a difference in some way is I feel compelled to continue that 
um, relationship. But if it's just like, hey, I'm just looking for people, oh, well, go look for people. Go to Google University, as you say, <laughs> and go find some people. But I have to reserve yeah. my time and my energy um, for people who are sincere. So it's my honor. And like, like you said, I knew, I knew exactly who you were. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have my cute little suit too? I feel like you had on a cute little pants. I had on a cute little dress. I got cute for you. I did. Yeah, you I did. I got cute for you. <laughs> but I, but I, do remember, I just, you know, from the time of the earn more money mm-hmm. movement throughout, I don't know if it was Periscope or where else you used to kind of like get down with me, but I just always remember a sister's true mm-hmm. for your name. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great lesson. I think to your audience um, is if you want to be in a relationship with someone, actually support, show up, yeah, be involved, comment. I remember on my podcast, you know, mm-hmm. now we're about to hit a one and a half million downloads. Ooh, like, girl, oh my God. Here, right. And I remember those first, you know, few ten thousands of downloads, you were consistently commenting. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you didn't comment, I was like, okay, because Lakeisha, she's like my target. Like, she's my kind of girl. So, was this not resonating? Then you might come through, like, two days later, yeah, like, hey, yeah. catching up. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, we still on. We still, we still doing something, right? So, you yeah. have no idea the level of encouragement you gave me oh. in those first several months of producing the podcast when wow. it was still, like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to find my voice. This is a... A, a pivot for me mm-hmm. it's not what I've always been known for in terms mm-hmm. of my whole mm-hmm. philosophy around money I'm mm-hmm. shifting things um I'm being obedient I'm trying to answer the call but I'm like God I want to make sure this is an alignment and so you have no idea mm. how much you encourage me early on oh, wow thank you for that thank you so much for that you know one of the the things that drew me to you, because yes, I also enrolled in the Earn My Money Bootcamp, mm-hmm. your Facebook group, and then following you on Instagram. So yes, I was supporting you in multiple different places. But once I learned your your story, because anybody that knows me, they know I love a good come up story. I love to hear how someone has overcome triumph, you know, and defeat the odds and continue to walk in their purpose, you know, and you have mentored me from afar up to the point that we met each other and that was just because you showed up every day every day you said yes to walking into your greatness every day there are so many of us that are not willing to do that we're we're just too scared we're waiting for permission you know we're waiting for someone to validate us Mm -hmm. and for you to go through your journey and your evolution because you have evolved too you know you've been in the game for years i'm just not meeting you what three years ago and within those three years you have evolved a lot yourself you went from you know teaching people how to budget their money right to teaching us how to redefine our relationship with money like redefine wealth right you know to now i feel like now you're transitioning into the psychology behind why we have the type of relationship that we have with money so your purpose is an evolution and i think that a lot of us get stuck on this one thing you know and instead of just really embracing the evolution for the personal growth can you talk a little bit more about your your transition well, I mean, it's just what you said. First of yeah. all, you articulated it perfectly. So again, that's how I know you, my girl. <laughs> then they went here, then like, you were right. That is it, Um <laughs> So here's the truth, though. I will say that 
it took me some time to understand that purpose evolves. Mm. I thought that once I had embraced what I considered to be the call on my life, that mm -hmm. that was literally the call on my life forever and ever. So when I was starting to get the tug and feel the whispers and feel this like, you know, this desire to pivot, I'm like, what, like, what is that though? I, this is my thing. This is my jam. This is what I'm known for. This is what I'm good at. I'm better than good. I'm great at it. So why am I feeling this? Like, what is this discomfort? Am I not being, um, you know, grateful enough for what I've already yeah. accomplished? Yeah. Like, why am I feeling this? And I had what I call the boulder effect where there were different things that were happening, right? So first it was like a pebble. So I was known as America's Money Maven um, for several years. I had my, my segment on a nationally syndicated radio show for four years. Uh, I was doing all this speaking all over the place. I was well recognized in my industry for what I was doing. And it's like, I'm good. Dr. Oz is calling you. You're Hello. a regular... Steve Harvey show, mm -hmm. like you on Fox News, you're everywhere doing what it is you pray for, what you dreamed of. So what is the problem? Mm -hmm. But I remember being on a segment in particular and them asking me about budgets and I wanted to throw up in my mouth. I was <laughs> like, if I said, if I talk about this one more time, because I knew in the back of my mind that giving people different templates for budgets, were not going to make them use the budget. I needed to help people shift their behavior and their mindset around these things and, and allowing myself to continue to have the same conversations over and over again, years and years and years. It was just like, but you know, the truth, like, you know, that there's more than that. So first thing was like, mm, like, I'm tired of having that conversation. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing happened then, you know, when you don't respond to the pebble, you, you get a little stone, right? So mm -hmm. the stone was a big stone. My website got hacked and all of my content was deleted do you remember this like yes. all of my content yes. got deleted it wasn't like oh someone hacked my hosting company and shifted the domain name to something else mm -mm. no they went in and deleted files i had hundreds of blog posts mm -hmm. and you know my um products and courses that i was selling at the time like all these files were housed there they deleted them and what was left, they corrupted. So I was left with a shell of a site. The only thing that could be backed up was like, you could go there and it looked like something, but if you clicked on something, you was on your own. Like it wasn't a whole bunch that was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. But it was the stuff that I was tired of talking about. Ooh, look how God worked. It was the stuff that I was tired of talking about, admittedly. But I wasn't going to give up my coin on my own, right? Because I was like, mm -hmm. but this is what we do here. <laughs> then the next thing, the boulder. I got a notice at my P.O. box in California that some company was challenging my trademark for real mm -hmm. money answers after having this oh, after yeah. using this forever using it forever mm -hmm. my segment on the steve harvey show was called real money answers mm -hmm. with patrice washington like i had new segments called real money answers with patrice washington like i had three going on four books that had the title real wow. money answers in it and had been using it for several years and i guess i was getting too big for my own bridges so these folks came and said oh uh-uh we gonna have to right and I don't even fault them because at this point, I believe it was completely a part of that evolution that you talked mm -hmm. about because I wasn't willing 
to embrace, like you said earlier, that my purpose was shifting and that I needed to be prepared to evolve. I would have preferred to stay in my box. Yeah. It, it, even as much as I was outgrowing the box, it was comfortable. It was my box. It was a nice box. It was a, you know, it had a little leather material, <laughs> nice little warm blanket in it. It was my right. box, right? Well, my attorney ends up telling me, look, we can fight this because we did a, you know, we had an exchange with them and all this. She said, we can fight it, but is there anything else you want to talk about or like anything else you think we can do? Because it's going to get pricey and they're bigger than you. Oh, and wow. Charge you what it's going to take to fight this. And I said, you know what? There has been something else on my heart. I didn't think I'd have to pursue it this quickly. But go ahead and tell them that I'll give up the domain name and, you know, I'll, I will move on. And so I literally took the site down, took everything down and went back to the drawing board after seven and a half years of building the brand under Real Money Answers. And that was my boulder. So I call it the boulder effect. But there were different things that led up to that. And I think if we're honest, God is trying to get our attention all the time every step of the way and we're like mm -mm, but that's not my purpose because i'm already doing this and what i was calling to do was not so you know what i was being called to do was not so drastically different but it was uncomfortable mm -hmm. because when i was starting even though i always had this idea that wealth was so much more than money and material possessions what you what a producer on tv can package is a very easy to digest conversation about using a budget or a savings account or a credit card or debt elimination. And because I was being booked by producers and conference people and all this, they wanted the same conversation over and over again. And even when I tried to challenge that, they were not with it. They'd be like, um, maybe you can make that a point when you talk about though the top budgeting apps. And I'm like, okay. Oh my God. So what I was doing was basically taking the risk of alienating the people who had put me on, mm -hmm. right? Or the people yeah. who could understand who I was, what I was doing in a very clean and neat way yeah. and not challenging their idea. And then I just realized at some point I got to get, I got to pursue my purpose instead of trying to protect other people's perception of me. Mm. I don't have time to protect your perception of God is calling me to do something else. I got to go in that, in that vein. And so that's where redefining wealth was born. Yeah. And where I finally decided to add structure to, to truths that I had known all along and things I had been doing in my own life. I just wasn't that comfortable talking about it. Cause I didn't think that fit the box of a money expert. Yeah. 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 I think we, I think a lot of us go through that too. How do we know if the decision that we're making is rooted in fear and rooted in purpose or rooted in purpose, how can we tell the difference? Um, so, you know, my whole mantra is chase purpose, not money. Right. Right. And so people always try to challenge me with that. You will have no idea how many people are like, really? Um, oh, well, it's easy for you to say you got money. I'm like, well, here's the deal. I didn't start out with money. If you look at <laughs> the story, I lost everything and was at the point of scraping up change in 2009, right? In 2010, I was working for pennies. So in now what has been a decade of rebuilding and doing all this stuff, I can tell you 
on, I could list so many opportunities on, on several hands of how many times I've said no to things because they were not rooted in my purpose, what I felt like I was called to do. They would have been great financially. They would have, they were well needed at times when my family really needed it, but I could not justify in my mind going down that route if it was not going to get me closer to what it is I say I feel like the Lord put on my heart. And what people do is when, you know, it's time when you're at that fork in the road and it's like, is it purpose or is it money, right? Faith says, go down the route of purpose. Go down Purpose Avenue because if you're obedient, there's something there for you if you believe, right? Fear says, go after the money because you got to take care of yourself. Okay, because I hear it every day, but I got kids and they need health insurance. Who says that you can't get health insurance as a self-employed person? If that, if that's a part of it, and I'm not saying everyone needs to be self-employed, right. but right. I'm saying the stories that people tell themselves, well, I got rent. Okay. We all got rent or a mortgage. Everybody living somewhere got rent or a mortgage, right? Or I got a car note. Okay. Give me something that makes sense. Unless you tell me I, I have 96 kids, I'm not here for it. Like, I, like you're making things up at this point. Like you are yeah. deciding to tell yourself this story. Am I saying that it's easy to pick Purpose Street? No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the easy choice. I'm saying it's going to be the most fulfilling and purposeful choice mm-hmm. that you can make because you can go down the, the, the path that's rooted in fear, which is let me get my hands on some money but I do know from tons of research around this stuff that when you are in a space that is unfulfilling, you mm-hmm. will end up mismanaging those finances anyway. So the very thing that you are chasing after thinking that that is going to be the thing that does it for you is never the thing. Mm-hmm. That's why that job that you took straight out of college because they gave a better paycheck yeah. is wearing you low right? Like that's why you put yourself, uh, you know, in a promotion or a raise that something that was not in alignment with you, you didn't really like, you weren't into anyway, it's completely opposite from the call on your life, but you're like, oh, but it's a $10,000 raise. And now you didn't found $30,000 worth of extra expenses. <laughs> so now you really, now you stuck, stuck, right? It is not the easy choice. It is the necessary choice. If you are going to live in the fullness of who God is calling you to be. Period. Period. You know, one of one of the 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 indicators that I use for myself is whether or not the decision that I'm making is causing me to shrink. Because when I'm walking in my purpose, I'm standing tall, I'm confident, you know, but when it's going against purpose, I'm shrinking. And that's how I know that I'm acting out of fear and I'm making a decision out of fear. You know, during the the Earn More Money Challenge, there was something in the challenge that you had all of us to do that I'm going to be 100% honest with you because I haven't shared this with you before that that I skipped. And I ended up having to go back and do that, that one step, right? Because I realized that I needed to do that step, but I gave myself an excuse and a reason why I wasn't going to do that particular step. And what that particular step was a brag binder. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I skipped the brag binder. And the reason why I skipped the brag binder is because I was like, well, you know, I don't want to brag about myself. You know, I want to stay, you know, I want to stay humble. You know, I I don't want to be boisterous. But what I was, 
But it, it completely went over my head in the beginning because it wasn't for everybody else. That brag binder was for me. Yes. I didn't have to share it with anybody, right? But yes. that's not how I that's not how I, I saw it in the beginning. And so now that, you know, I'm chasing purpose even harder than what I was before, because unlike you, I didn't want to be known for my purpose because my purpose is surrounding, you know, sharing my story of surviving sexual abuse. I didn't want to be known as the, as the girl who was sexually abused and survived it. I didn't want to be known as her, but I didn't realize that, you know, there was a way for me to shape and mold where I could talk about my story and not be labeled as that, right? right. That people would still see me as who I am right now in this moment. And so the more I, I, I chase purpose, the, the girl, the scarier it gets, you know, the scarier it gets. So I ended up having to loop back around. And I was like, God damn it, let me just go back and really do this brag binder. <laughs> years ago and I was like you know I'm gonna use the podcast as you know as a as an accountability my podcast my episode with you as accountability to really get it done because even when I decided to do it I got all up in my head again Patrice I was like but then I gotta go and get a binder and then I have to go and get all this and I'm just like Keisha making stuff up up. isn't it amazing (laughs) how we do that let me tell you the brag binder is for us Even at this stage, when there are major things that I am negotiating, I go back and look at my brag binder. Mm -hmm. And it is about reminding me of who I am and what I've done. Because it is so easy for us, especially as women. Mm -hmm. Men kind of have delusions of grandeur for whatever reason. That's them and the Lord. Um, For us, we will scale a mountain and act like we just ran up a small hill. It's like, ma'am. Do you understand what you have just done? Mm -hmm. And especially for women who are high achievers and we like Mm -hmm. to go from thing to thing to thing and we're the ones who never stop at all to celebrate. And because we don't have those mile markers, like graduation ceremonies are for a reason, right? Like you need to be able to look back over your life and remember that capping down and walking across the stage and holding that diploma or that degree up and all of that so that you remember. And that's no different than when things were happening in Bible days. They were like, yeah, we know you were here, but write that thing on the stone. So when you pass back around this area, not because you didn't see it, but because we like to get amnesia about who we are, what we've done, what we've come through, sometimes Mm -hmm. you need those reminders. And that brag binder is a physical representation of what you've done and why when you get to the table, stop acting like they invited you to the table because it wasn't nothing else going on. Your seat at the table is based on the fact that you have the experience and the gifts and the talents and whatever. Like you're not just coming with a big eyes, big eyes and an appetite. You are coming with years of knowledge and experience and you know so much to add to the conversation. It's not by accident that you were invited. You were invited because you belong. Mm-hmm. Right. And we go into these scenarios as if somebody's doing us a favor. Now, here's the thing. I do believe in favor. And I know that I have been invited to tables that I was not necessarily qualified to dine at in that season. Um, even though I was being prepared, maybe I didn't look like it on paper or maybe I didn't have some credential. But there were things about how I was being groomed all along that were preparing me for that opportunity. And I had to stop walking into places like I was lucky. Ain't no luck. I wasn't lucky. 
right? We're blessed. Mm-hmm. We may be favored, but it, it had nothing to do with luck. And we can't keep walking through life. Again, we're going to miss living in the fullness of what is happening here if we keep shrinking and playing small. And what and the reason I had y'all do that and earn more money movement, and I even do that in my program now, Purpose the Platform, because when it comes to the money section, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need you to understand why you deserve the money that I'm encouraging you to charge what I'm encouraging you to ask for. Because if you don't do that brag binder, you'll be like, well, it's only two hours. So I don't, you know, that's a lot of money for two hours, baby. They're not paying for two hours. They paying for the 10 years that you put in two hours are how, is how long you're physically there. But the reason you're inviting me to show up for two hours is because of all the stuff that I've done up until this point. And so you're going to have to chip in on that course that I uh, invested in when nobody was paying, right? Hello. (laughs) Chipping in to repay me for the speaking coach who helped me perfect my message so that when I come in and step on your stage, your audience is moved. So you go and this is retro pay. So don't think mm-hmm. about the physical time it took to get here. You retro paying that VIP coaching that I had in 2006, yep. <laughs> you know, 2012 yep. or whenever I had it. And so the brag binder is just that like, that, that reminder, like, look, you put work in, mm-hmm. stop shrinking. Stop shrinking. And this, and the, and the brag binder can also help you to go in and ask for those raises too. You know, yeah. it's, it, it all affects our, our, our relationship with money. And, and that's another reason why I love following you too, because you don't just talk about budgeting because some of us, we have budgets, but we still broke. Right. So what are those other areas, you know, that's affecting us, you know, and I love how you talk about relationships, people, the people pillar. (laughs) I mean, our relationship right now is an example of the people pillar. Like you create relationships that matter. Right. Yeah. Reason yep. that I could spot you out of a lineup and say, Oh, there's Lakeisha. And I, you know, again, I see and meet hundreds of women every, yeah. you know, thousands every year, but there's certain ones that stand out. It's usually because there's a there's a deeper relationship somehow that's been kind of thread together. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things that I talk about in the people pillar, as you know, is truly that there's always someone watching you who has the power to bless you. That is my favorite Patrice Washington quote. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite quote. It's been so true in my life over and over again. It's like people don't realize before you get invited to the table or before you step in the room, there are people who are already having a conversation about you, right? And the thing is, they're having a conversation about whether you make it into that room or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that people realize how many opportunities they've missed out on because of how they show up, because of how they treat people, because of things that they are doing when they think no one is watching and people are always watching. Mm-hmm. So you can be pro women's empowerment all you want. But if I see you cuss someone out on Instagram, I'm going to think opposite. Hello. Like, you can you can say in your bio or say on your website or here or there, you can stand up on a stage and say, oh, I'm this, this and that. Right. But if I watch you backstage, not treat somebody well, I'm refer you, refer you, like put put my name on you. (laughs) Right. Like I literally Mm -hmm. um, have made introductions for people. And this is not about me or who I know. Like there's been examples, Mm -hmm. though, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout my my life, throughout my career where I I felt so 
good that I can make a referral for someone that truly, you know, mm -hmm. that truly just deserved it. And I wanted to see them come up. And then there's people who ask me for referrals and I'm like, either one, I don't know you yeah. well enough to put my yeah. name on the line for you. Or two, do you think I didn't see you? Do you think that my assistant didn't tell me that you were rude? Do you think mm -hmm. that, and I'm talking about folks who may already have great platforms. I don't, like, I'm not going to be in alignment with someone I truly am not vibing with just to say that I was. Like, just to say that it's all good. And I, like, that's one of those areas, the people pillar, where as I'm continuing to build my own platform, I'm getting mm -hmm. more and more particular about the things or the people I align myself with. So there's some things where the women look big, right? They got mm -hmm hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram mm -hmm. and all these things. And I get invited to be in their little, they little groups. Yeah. I'd be like, um, um, yeah, that's not an alignment for me. Yeah. I'm good. I'm because that's another one of those make a choice rooted in faith, not fear. I'm not fearful of what some clique of women is going to think if I'm not down. I'm not down with your message. I'm not down with how you talk to people mm -hmm. behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I'm not down with how you treat your people when nobody else is looking. I'm not down with the fact that you pretend that this is ministry in order to make it look good and sound good with sheep and wolves clothing. And just because you have X amount of followers, I'm not on board. So you can miss me with that. I would rather create relationships mm -hmm. with folks that don't have no real, you know, platform in terms of the numbers that people are talking about these days, right. but they're sincere mm -hmm. and their heart is right and their motives are pure and their intentions are real. You know, relationships matter personally and professionally. And I wish more people understood that piece. I 100% agree because I feel like, I have been mistreated, air quotes, if you will, because my platform is not as big. And it's just like, I it's like, mm, I remember that because no, my platform may not be as big right now, but honey, I'm on the come up. So I'm always, you know, magazines and podcasts, you know, and all in radio interviews coming through my inbox all the time. Don't get it twisted. So if you're good to me, it's nothing for me to be like, you know, we had a good conversation. I got so-and-so and so-and-so who have a great, you know, story and will be great for your show. Can I see you, her contact information? Like, I'm that person. Right. You know? So, yeah. so it's like, also, don't discount the people in their, in their beginning just because their beginnings are small because they don't come up. Girls, the story of my life. Can I tell you the number of people that now want to be on the podcast that, <laughs> that miss real talk, that when I met them years ago, before mm -hmm. the podcast, I mean, my podcast has only been out for two years, you know. That, I right? know. Amazing. So the number of people where, before I started on the Steve Harvey show, which was in 2014, mm -hmm. that little gap, 2012, 2013, mm -hmm. like, I get it. I, I believe, though, that you can deny people and leave them with their dignity, right? Yes, like, yes like you, you can. can say okay it's not a fit and you can you should have parameters around the things that you're willing to take mm -hmm. and still do and all that at a certain point um that has nothing to do with meeting people in person and being nasty mm -hmm. and i don't forget nasty interactions i just don't you're like oh this okay so women's empowerment that wasn't that wasn't true that wasn't all the way true that was just it was cute that was a okay mm -hmm. um and now it's like, maybe because I change my hair often, I don't know. There, is pe there are people who like, are just like, they, they do not remember that we met. Now here's the deal. Mm -hmm. 
I have evolved so much in the last several years and I show people grace Mm -hmm. and give them the same opportunity for evolution, right? Like maybe you, you were at the live event that we did. You you may have heard the story with Marshawn Evans Daniels Mm -hmm. and I love Marshawn to pieces now, but she told the story of like how we actually connected and the fact that the Mm -hmm. first time I met her, she was just not in a good place. And for me, I felt a little shunned, like, Ooh, right. And she circled back because she said the Holy Spirit put me on her heart and we had a great conversation where she essentially apologized and she didn't have to, Mm -hmm. it was years later. And so we've been able to like, right. So had I been Mm -hmm. closed off to talking to her and giving her the space to make that apology, we would not have the relationship that we have now. So I get that, right? Because Mm -hmm. if I'm sincere to the people pillar, I have to give people the dignity of going through their own process and knowing that if I've changed and up leveled yeah. so much of my life in these several years, they could have too. And hopefully they have. The problem is when you meet people and they're exactly the same as they were Ooh, and they don't remember. That's but the problem. They, but then they think being nice to you now that you have a platform is, is the come up. And it's like, oh no, <laughs> that's not your come up though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you remember I used to say that I was petty with a purpose. I'm petty with. <laughs> like, yeah. At least yeah. you got purpose behind your pettiness. Always, always. Yeah, yeah. But but shout out to to Marshawn for even like bringing that up and sharing that story because I think that was just big of her in of in, in and of itself to even like share that and and realize that she was wrong and listen to the holy spirit because how many of us don't listen you know how many of us are afraid to apologize and say you know what i was wrong Mm -hmm. i'm sorry my bad you know that type of thing so you know that took strength in and of itself so shout out to her for even like being woman enough to say i was wrong yeah yeah and, and, and she brought it up she brought it up and she time. brought it up yeah and i was like oh this is what we're doing but that i was like wow i was like yeah. are we sharing the tea <laughs> yeah. again like yeah. further like just further makes me fall in love with her as a friend right like wow the fact that she would il- use our story to truly be transparent and illustrate that point mm-hmm. um that is the people pillar that's the people pillar. Absolutely. I have enjoyed you, my friend. I have enjoyed you. So I feel like that you are no longer a good friend in my head, but you are really a good friend in real life. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. What's, what's a, what to me did it. I know that our interview was on the books well before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize that you were coming to Redefining Wealth Live, like mm-hmm. initially. And then by the time I did, I also saw that you had signed up to volunteer and support yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, who does that? <laughs> right? Me. Um, who does that? And let me tell you, yes, no longer in the head, for sure. <laughs> um, but that just made me even further just want to make sure that you know that however I can support you, I'm down. Mm, Thank you. And because you've never, I believe, shown up from a place of what can I can, what can I get or what can I, it's always just been very um, sincere and pure Mm -hmm. and the right motives and intention because I'm a big energy girl and I'm a big like discernment girl. So even when you pretending to be nice, I know it's not real. Um, 
but you have been sincere since day one. I'm so proud of you for launching this podcast. I'm so proud of you for living in your truth. I'm so proud of you for being an author. Like you, like every time I hear from you, it's like, hey, and, and just you embracing your own evolution is beautiful even to watch from a distance. So for, for, for neither one of us is it in the head. It's all love. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for confirming that. I am walking in purpose because those words that you use, I get those words all the time. And so that's how I know that this is, this is the work that I was called, that I was called to do. And I think a lot of us get confused and think that we don't know. And it's, and, it, and we do, it's, it's self-awareness. It's, it's about knowing who you are and then how others see you as well. Self-awareness is two-part, right? And, and, and how people see us. I think we discount that sometimes because we don't want to take in negative energy. And some people are, are jealous, but you know when it's sincere. Yeah. When somebody is being sincere to you and really telling you how you are, whether it's positive or negative, is something that we need to definitely listen to. So before I let you go, I just wanted to know, can you give us a book or audible? Because I absolutely love audible books Mm -hmm. that you recommend that you love that has changed your life. Oh my gosh. There's so many books that have changed my life. Um, I know you sent me one of them. (sighs) like oh so many books okay um one book that's changed my financial life for sure mm-hmm. can i do can i do different areas though yeah 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 okay um so one book that changed my financial life was secrets of the millionaire mind by t harv ecker completely mm-hmm. like changed my financial life um another book that changed like my spiritual life that I wasn't expecting with the exception of the Bible, of course, of course, Um, but just kind of like, just, just challenging me to look at things a bit differently was, um, Latham Thomas on your glow. I really took a lot out of that book. Um, and then professionally, so many books. Shoot. You know, all I do is read Rakesha. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want to say one that's like, Mm. if someone is struggling with this idea of embracing their purpose mm-hmm. and needing to live in their truth, I would say coach yourself to success by Tulane mm-hmm. Medina. Okay. Coach yourself to success. When I was at one of my lowest points and I felt like I was saying I was supposed to help people with personal finance. And I was like, but God, how? Cause I'm broke. That don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran across that book in the bookstore and literally went through the exercises one by one and when I go back to the journal that I was using in 2010 and I now look at my life 10 years later everything that I flushed out and described that I wanted who I wanted to become there were things that there were always in me it's like you yeah. said in the beginning about embracing your purpose I was writing that in 2010 because mm-hmm. of the prompts and the stuff I was learning from that book so I credit that a lot with you know just becoming Patrice Wash the Patrice Washington that mm-hmm. other people know, right? I it all started with the foundation of doing the work in that book. Mm. But I honestly have like 86 different books I could have said changed my <laughs> life. Because I'm always <laughs> I'm always reading and I'm always taking away, you know, what are the top three things that I could use to mm-hmm. shift something in my life right now. Mm-hmm. So pretty much every book I read, whether it's a New York best 
you know, New York Times bestseller yeah. or not changes my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those was good. Thank you for that. And I'm going to check that book out. Is that one, that's probably one I probably want to buy hard in hard copy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll definitely do that. And so last question, when describing the meaning of living your truth, what is the th- your third word when you hear these two words put together? Okay. Self-awareness, purpose, and. Self-awareness, purpose, mm-hmm. fulfillment. Mm, I love that. Those go together. Those yep. Go together. It's like self-awareness plus purpose equals fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Now I don't have to chase anything. We chase from a place of emptiness and void. Ooh. But if you're fulfilled, you can surrender all that and just be still when you need to be still and give God something to bless at the times that you do. But it's not this relentless search of something. Self-awareness and purpose definitely creates fulfillment. Mm, I love that. And your life is definitely an example of that. For sure. I received that. Thank you so much. Thank you, my dear. Is it too much to say I love you? No. Nope. too much? No, nope, because I adore you too. <laughs> I adore you. You, you, are, um, you are the type of person that you dream about as a coach, as an influencer, as someone who's known as a thought leader. Sure. That, that what you are putting out into the universe actually impacts people and mm-hmm. call as a shift in their life and you like man that's you like I did something scared put it out there in spite of my fear in the hopes that it would bless someone and you in this moment I sit here with you and you are the manifestation mm-hmm. of the one person that I hope to bless, right? It's been thousands, but that I have the opportunity to look eyeball to eyeball and hug you at lunch, yeah. you know, at a dinner and even have you at my event. Like, man, that's what you hope you are doing to truly create impact, you know? And yeah. you, you embody that. So for every Lakeisha, I know that there's got to be 500 other. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seeing you is like, okay, I see you, but I see an army behind you. And then that's the mm-hmm. reminder that I'm supposed to keep going. Like that's mm-hmm. the God thing. If she could do it, that yeah. means, you know, I believe God is no respecter of person. So you are the evidence that the the stuff that I was putting out there wasn't just for me to build a platform and to create, you know, an opportunity to just, you know, really give back to the kingdom. I was able to sow, you know, that idea into you yeah. and you are doing the same. That's powerful. That's yeah. what this is for. Like when I die, somebody gonna miss me. If don't nobody else miss me, Lakeisha gonna be like, hello, girl. <laughs> right behind Gerald and Reagan, though. Let's not, let's, let's be, let's be honest. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. I received that. Thank you. Yo, family, was that a, an amazing conversation or was that an amazing conversation? Do you see and understand why I love Patrice so much? <laughs> Like Patrice was so pivotal at the beginning of my journey, because as you can tell, she literally started me down the path. Like it was like she was literally holding my hand and taking those first few steps with me. This is a prime example of what it looks like when you are walking in your purpose and how that impacts and helps someone else. Now, 
you walking in your purpose, you may not ever meet the person that you impacted, but that's okay. You know, you still should wake up every day and say yes to walking in your greatness and embracing your purpose. But just know that there is literally someone watching you who is pulling motivation and inspiration from you. There is someone who's watching you and learning from you and getting the strength that they need to keep moving forward. So it is important for you to just embrace who you are right? And that takes clarity. If you have no idea what I mean by that, go back and listen to the previous episode. That takes clarity. It takes you embracing your purpose and just saying yes every day. Just saying yes every day. Because whether you know it or not, you are literally impacting someone else. Your purpose is not just for you to hold on to or put in a closet on top of a shelf. It is for you to embrace and to chase full out relentlessly so you could be of service to someone else. Okay, and there's one particular element that is required for truly chasing purpose. And we're going to talk about that in the next episode. So um, definitely come back and listen to the next episode. But I want you to know that you matter, your purpose matters, and your purpose is important in this world, and we need you. So please, whatever it is that you need, you know, reach out to me. You can, you know, reach out to me, go to LakeishaWooder.com if you really need the help with discovering what your purpose is, right? Because as you know, I truly believe that we don't necessarily have to find it, we just need to unlock it, right? And so I want to help you do just that. So you can go on over to LakeishaWooder.com to reach out to me so we can hop on the phone and work that thing out for you because the same way Patrice helped me I want to help you you know she's one of the many reasons why I'm able to do what it is that I'm doing right now just because she said yes to her purpose and chased it relentlessly so as you know I have set a really really lofty goal and that is to reach a million downloads within the next two years and the way that I can do that is with your help by sharing this episode leaving a five-star rating and a review and just talking about it going across all your social media platforms you know and just talking about the living her truth podcast talking about it at your family events at girls night when you're in bed with your boo or whatever <laughs> um, but just talk about it and and share help me to reach my goal within the next two years so thank you guys so much for listening and until next time always remember that you are enough and your truth is beautiful <laughs>